El Diblado. <laughs> El Diblado. El Diblado. El Diblado. El Diblado. El Diblado. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Are You Ready for Another? The ongoing conversation about life, beer, and what lies ahead. I'm Kevin Murphy. And I'm Michael Moore. So my first beer tonight is Pendragon Rare Wit. So apparently it was the 2018 Gold Great American Beer Festival winner. Um, <clears throat> so on the side of the can, it says, Legend has it that King Arthur's father, Uther Pendragon, possessed two magical ales. One of those ales was Roth uh, in Avalon to refresh his warrior spirit and imbued them with the courage of the red dragon. This light bodied ale refreshing ale is gently spiced in herbs, spices native to the Welsh countryside as a homage to the legendary ale. Mm. So there's, there's all kinds of lore behind this (laughs) ale. (laughs) That's got a lot of lore. So I don't drink wits too often. Yeah. My first kind of taste of it is I'm like, eh, that's kind of different. I don't know. It it definitely has, like, it was talking about, like, spices. It's definitely very, like, spicy type of ale. I think maybe after I have a few more drinks, it, it'll kind of grow on me a little bit. What about you? What are you drinking tonight? So I got my uh, Tavor shipment, um, or crate, I should say, with okay. lots of beers in it. Now, what, now, when you say crate, I just imagine like this wooden crate. I don't think it's probably that. No, it's it square box, probably thirty inches by thirty inches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and inside, they kind of had a you know nice lattice work of the beers and bottles were just kind of placed in, so it was like structurally pretty um, heavy duty. And the box itself, I would say, if you get a box from Amazon. This was probably twice as thick as that box. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. It had to be shipped from a carrier I'd never heard of before. It was called just U.S. Carrier. <laughs> like, okay. You know, huh. they have a really old school looking website that was probably developed in like the late 90s or something, you know, for tracking. And the guy that showed up, he wasn't wearing a uniform or anything. It shipped out of Columbus. The truck was nondescript, it, it was a big white delivery truck but it, it didn't uh-huh. have like fancy branding on it or anything right right and um the re you had to be home to get it because obviously it's alcohol right <laughs> uh-huh. you can't have 16 year old <laughs> kids be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah open it up got all the delicious looking beers in there and my my initial reaction is like man i, I ordered a lot of beers <laughs> like yeah <laughs> but i would i was i wonder if you order like 50 beers uh-huh. do they just send you they load up each of these boxes and then send you multiple boxes or do they have like the super crate that's like one yeah. crate <laughs> that is wood <laughs> like it's like the ending of indiana jones with all the the wood crates and all the right the right you gotta get the the crowbar out to, yeah. to pry it open <laughs> but um for the first beer that i'm opening um it is a barrier brewing company Oceanwood IPA. Okay. And it is out of um, Oceanside, New York. And I, I've got to say, I really like it. It, it It's it been a while since, I think a few episodes I talked about the cat piece taste or uh, yeah. smell for an IPA. Right. That used to be my right. like trigger for, ooh, I think I'm going to like this one. <laughs> and um, this one has got just the faint whiff of cat pee. 
you know, okay. not enough to like make you <laughs> wince and stuff, but the flavor is really good. Um, it's just got a very zesty bite to it that mm. I haven't really experienced. It's it's almost orangey, um, huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really like this. So what'll be nice is this Tavor thing. I don't think I'm going to do it all the time. Uh, you know, like, right. I might just wait a bit and Katie might do the next round. Cause I think when you share the app or whatever, you can get 10 bucks or whatever. Oh, okay. Or, Cause know, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty pricey, right? Like I, I haven't bought anything <sighs> from it, but a, a few of the beers were like three bucks a can. Oh, okay. That's it it, not it can go really low, but yeah, dear listener, be forewarned that, don't be like Michael and just think they're all around ten dollars each bottle. Because yeah. I did buy a thirty dollar bottle, which yeah. I'm sure will be really good. But it, but it's a special bottle. It's brewed like with Basil Hayden, like so. It's it, it's a unique thing, and there's like hand mm. handwriting on the, the bottle itself. And yeah, stuff, so. yeah. I'll probably um, save that for a special occasion with friends and stuff. But mm. I will definitely review it after we, <laughs> you know, um, drink it and stuff. But I don't think I'm right. going to be able to bust out a $30 bottle for myself on our show. Yeah. That makes no money. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Not to mention it's like probably pretty high ABV. So you drink that whole bottle and you're like, Oh yeah, <laughs> I am definitely ready for another. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, it, it should be exciting. And um, did you see that I updated our beers uh, uh, tab with all of the previous beers for ease oh, of no, no, access? Oh, no, no, I haven't. Yeah, so go ahead and take a look. It's the second tab okay. right now. Holy frijoles. <laughs> that is a lot of beer. <laughs> yeah, so, so listeners, you know, not that we want you to keep track of what we've been drinking, but <laughs> we are what? Wow. This is episode 16? Yeah, uh, 17. 17. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, 17. Um, so we've had 62 beers Holy since the cow. start of the show. 62 beers. Yeah. That is impressive. Now, some of those are overlaps, right? Because right. Um, you had a North High, and I think I got the North High like a few weeks later. So so each I, I'm not discriminating. I'm saying Michael had this on episode two, and Kevin yeah. had this on episode six, you know? So. Right, right. But, you know, you can filter. So if you want to see, like, how many um, beers from what brewer we've, we've had, I think, you know, Jackie O's, Mad Tree Brewing... Are the highest so far? Yeah, yeah. Of of places that we've had, you know, followed by Goose Island, huh? Um, you know, we've had two Sierra Nevadas, two two Rhine guys. So it, it'll be fun to see this list grow. You know, and yeah, I, I think absolutely. I will probably build this onto the website at some point. Uh-huh. Just because what would be great? <laughs> this is what would be awesome. This this is my um, fantasy for this show is that people get like so into that that they actually own this list and then there will be a review tab where it's like how many times did kevin say it's pretty good and so (laughs) you know it'll be like oh kevin said it's pretty good 36 times so far (laughs) (laughs) that's that's like my my uh my uh rating scale is is how many pretty goods does it get you know (laughs) (laughs) My brother found the original sheet that we had started back in 2006-ish. Right. Give or take a year of our first beers. 
Right. Um, Which, by the way, I was impressed that he still had that. Yeah. Because your brother gets rid of, like, everything. Yeah. And for him to have, like, a little scrapbook piece of paper, I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> he he will, like, keep stuff like that. And I remember we started out with a piece of paper, and then we transferred that to an Excel sheet. But uh-huh. obviously it didn't last. I think we might have added 10 more beers to it or something right, before we were right. Like, yeah, and this was way before Google Docs and any sharing thing. So it was like the Excel sheet lived on my brother's computer, right? There was no, like, yeah. I was out and let's see what happens with it and stuff. Because I remember that's, right. that's around, like, the iPhone came out in 2007, so it would have been 2008 that the App Store came out. And that okay. was right around when we were still trying to, like, do this Excel sheet thing. And I was just like, you know, there should be an app for this. Like, you checked yeah, in and yeah. stuff. But, so, yeah. So, this uh, this sheet that my brother started keeping track of back in, yeah, it was either 2006 or 2007. It, it was uh-huh. a while ago. I mean, it's a little loose-leaf notebook paper, you know? That uh-huh. you could, um, and... We separated it out by make, model, IBU, GWD, GWL, and alcohol percentage. I don't know. What is GWD? Is that somewhere on a beer can? GWD. Like, grows weight? No. Yeah. Um, no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. But, uh, <clears throat> oh, goes well. It goes well with food go- i don't know dinner goes yeah. well, goes with well dinner. With dinner goes well with lunch <laughs> that might be it um yeah <laughs> um here so here is the beers that we had on this list okay mm-hmm. we had goose island nut brown ale the ibu we weren't like saying the ibu is a, a certain number like that it actually has i think we were saying like oh what is its at the time, we were thinking it was the bitter level of what you taste bitter, not the actual like, chemical process of the bitterness. Okay. So I think we were just saying, yeah, it's kind of a medium bitter, right? Like an mm-hmm. IPA would have been high on our quote-unquote mm-hmm. scale back then. Um, <laughs> and the alcohol percentage, we, we, he just wrote high. So we must not have known what the Goose Island Nut Brown Ale alcohol <laughs> percentage was. Right? So we're like completely <laughs> guessing on these things, which yeah. is even funnier. Yeah. Um, it looks like a lining Kugel uh, Sunset Wheat, um, a Killian's Irish Red, which had a weak IBU rating according to the Moyer scale, <laughs> <laughs> um, a Goose Island Oatmeal Stout, a Goose Island IPA, and a Goose Island Honker's Ale. I was like, go Goose Island. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have to go back and re-listen to that episode where we kind of talked about it, but I'm pretty sure Goose Island was what I said was the starting point of like, yeah, outside of, um, um, Guinness, you know, like, Oh, we did that Guinness trip. And then uh-huh. I was like, Oh, this, uh-huh. I want to try a new dip beer and stuff. And Goose right, Island was the right. first one kicking us into, to gear and well, stuff. But, I mean, it was definitely my gateway beer. So, yeah. So dear listener, we have some follow up. Um, I don't even remember at this point, but several episodes back we had discussed, a, oh, it was it was our hobbies episode. Oh, that's, was it? That's which one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which was, you know, the hobbies episode doesn't really help us get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not like our show title say hobbies episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, episode nine. Yeah, so enough about me. What do you think about me? <laughs> you can go back to that episode, and Kevin brought up this outdoor golf experience um, that I said we should definitely do. So do you want to fill in the, the listeners of, of what, what you partook in today? Yeah, so it, it, it's funny. If, if you haven't listened, in, uh, listened to that episode... Uh, both Michael and I had not been there, and so we went to their website. Oh, um, what's the place called first? Uh, it's called Top Golf. That's it. Um, and so we went to this website, and this w- website has this like promo video, and this promo video is just like ridiculous, like very attractive models, like you know everybody's having a good time, and. Michael in the episode, Michael was like, "This looks like the hottest nightclub I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> and so, fast forward to about, I think it was about maybe two weeks ago. Um, it was like a Friday night, Saturday night, something like that. And I told, I told Melissa, I said, "I doubt we'll be able to like actually play, or or, or maybe she, I don't, I don't think she was even interested in playing." But I was like, "I, I just want to like go check it out, like you know, see it, you know, see for myself what what this Top Golf is all about." So I go, I go in to this place, and immediately, like you are, the doors open and they're automatic doors that that open up, and immediately. Justin Timberlake sexy back is blasting <laughs> over the uh, over the the speakers mm-hmm. and I just heard Michael's voice in my head saying this is like the hottest nightclub I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> so anyways that was my first experience so we just kind of walked around you know kind of got a, a sense of the place and you know this place is three stories tall so there is golfing going on and and it's like a driving range um on on three levels um Mm -hmm. so fast forward to today my my uh, dad comes up and my dad's retired so he can just do whatever the hell he wants and so he came up and and uh and i was just like well what are we going to do today and he's like i don't know he's like i i was like well you know, could go to Lowe's and and maybe go you know check out this Top Golf, and he's like, okay, that sounds that sounds fun. So we go to Top Golf, and since I had already been there before, tell me when you walked in again, Justin Timberlake's uh, <laughs> bringing sexy back was still playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could could say that, but it, it it was not. But this was also like uh, I think like eleven o'clock today. Uh huh. Um, so since I kind of already had the the lay of the land of of this place, there's a actually a really cool like rooftop bar in this place, mm-hmm. and and they actually have a stage up there, so they must have like bands and and DJs play up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so I told my dad I was just like you know like let's you know we could just go up there. I was just like. What what I say? I was like, is it too early to drink? And he just like, it's never too early to drink or something like that. <laughs> like eleven o'clock. Oh yeah, that's 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 way past lunchtime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we we go up to this rooftop bar, and it's really cool because they have like uh they have like a you know fire pits and cornhole up there, and so we we both get a beer. And we're just, you know, 
shooting the shit, talking about life. And, uh, and I was just like, well, do you want to play? And he's just like, you know, because it is kind of intent. Like if you've never been to it before, it is kind of intimidating of like, okay, how do I buy, uh, uh, what do, what do they call it? Uh, a bay. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Like, how do how do I pay for a bay? What do I do? Who do I talk to, et cetera? Um, so we, we kind of, like, you know, talked to some people, and they, you know, we went down there, and we, we paid our, it was um, $35 for an hour. Okay. So it's basically all you can play for, for an hour for $35. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you have this bay and you have a waitress that comes up to you and, and they can bring you food and drinks and w- whatever you want. If you're not playing golf, can you just eat there? Like, is there like a bar area you could just hang out with? Yeah, there's like, so in the, in the middle section of the, of the, the facility, there is like a big like restaurant sports bar area that you can just like hang out at. Um, Mm -hmm. so anyways, we, we, uh, we start, we start playing this. And so we go, we, we have to like go back down to like where you come in and the, the person's like, yeah, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll explain everything to you and, and, you know, somebody will tell you how it works because it's just like, there's screens, there's, there's all kinds of stuff going on. So my recommendation (laughs) is, if you ever go here, you probably should go with someone that already knows how it works because I could see like when they get super busy, like nobody's going to tell you like how the, you know, how the heck you, you, you do this, you, you, you know, you, you play and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we, we get our bay for an hour. And so there's like this computer screen and you basically pick like what game you want to play. So there's like, distance challenge there's um there's the traditional top golf game and and uh there's like all these different ones and then there's like a practice mode and so dad and i were like well of course we we need to do practice mode now mind you there is still music blasting it's it's not just interior like sexy back but i mean (laughs) it's they they definitely want the party atmosphere at all hours yeah. you know it doesn't matter um so anyways we it's pretty cool like that you have your clubs there uh or you could bring your own clubs i actually saw quite a few people that bring their own clubs which goes back to to that episode where i was you know kind of jokingly saying you know michael would would be walking in when, with his own clubs um and so, yeah, we were just, you, you, you kind of wave your club in front of this uh, sensor and it spits out a ball and you put it on the tee and you, you hit it out. And if it lands like in these circles, then it'll pop up on the screen and it'll award you points and it'll tell you like the distance that it went. However, if you don't get it in the circles, you have no idea. Like it basically, it doesn't count. Uh, okay. Got it. So, so. A lot of our balls made it into the to the scoring 
circles by just like rolling <laughs> like it would it would hit and bounce and then just like roll hey well like i guess into... that still counts you like even yeah, in golf right yeah. like you know <laughs> so uh, like i was telling my dad I, you know it, it looked kind of gimmicky at first but i was just like i think there's actually quite a bit of strategy <laughs> because there's there's certain you know like your initial thought is like you you just want to like see how far you can hit it yeah but if you're actually trying to like score points then it's probably like you could go for the like the closer ones, which award less points. But if you know you can hit those every time, mm-hmm. then that's probably a better strategy of oh, I'm going to try to get the the fur you yeah. know the 250 yard circle that you know awards you the most points. It's so. it's like a giant skee ball table, right? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> same concept. You can do the easy uh five point things but you know if you always constantly try and hit the hundred point yeah. small hole yeah you know chances aren't that great Ex- exactly exactly <laughs> but we we had a blast like uh like both of us were like yeah we're definitely coming back here because i mean it's just they're they've they've hit the nail on the head with their business they're yeah. like we need to make a business that caters to people that like golf but can be for everybody yeah and that's exactly what they are you yeah know? and who doesn't like hitting balls <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh man i t- so the the first couple swings i tell you what so i haven't swung a golf club in probably at least like 10 years at least te- or yeah at least 10 years um and so yeah the first couple swings were were just Oh my god, they were terrible. Like it was just like four, <laughs> like you know, like veered way off and yeah. shit. Oh man, but they have the nets, so that's good. Like I think because there was a a couple times where I like I uh, like I I topped the ball, like you know the club just hit the top of the ball, so the ball didn't go anywhere. It just kind of like went whoop over the edge, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so you know, we were on the third level, so I could totally see like people like okay, this ball's like <laughs> falling down. So <laughs> But yeah, we definitely need to go. I th- I think you would have a lot of fun there. Yeah, that's, that that sounds really awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I still I uh, like until the day I die, I still will walk in every time and just hear your voice saying, <laughs> this is like the hottest nightclub I've ever seen. <laughs> there are a ton of top golf locations in the United States. Uh-huh. There's over, you know, there's probably more than this. I'm just looking at their map and seeing numbers. There's at least 60. Yeah. Um, which is kind of wild. There's one in Europe. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's, like, at least one in, it looks like, where's it at? It's in England somewhere. No, there's several in England. Huh. Right around London, there's three around London. Interesting. That's <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so, so Kevin, you can get your hottest nightclub fix anywhere you want to go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like, I'm looking around Denver. It has two locations. Mm-hmm. I wonder how mm-hmm. they determine when... A market needs multiple uh, right. golfs, right? Right. Like one, only one is around San Francisco, and it's truthfully closer to S- San Jose than it is San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like, how did mm-hmm. they be like, hey, the San Francisco crowd, they don't really, uh, you know, want right. multiple. <laughs> <laughs> but Denver, well, what, Denver's got two, you know, London yeah. has three. 
Ah, well, Ohio has two, which you don't yeah. you don't see too many states have multiples. Phoenix has three, right around Phoenix. It's oh, crazy. okay, okay. Like, wow. Like, why is Phoenix have so many? <laughs> yeah, actually, Ohio has three. They have one in Cincinnati and one in Cleveland, um, and in Columbus, obviously, and stuff. Oh, really? I didn't. I I thought it was just Cincinnati yeah. and Columbus. I didn't yeah. think it was Cleveland. Huh. Yeah. So yeah. So we can go all over the world. Well, oh yeah. United States and London, and <laughs> oh yeah, get our top golf on. But it is Good. pretty brilliant. It's like, yeah. Is there anything else? I mean, yeah. You're just hitting a ball. Like I, I guess, yeah. like the other right. thing that you could do is like, um, uh, like a batting cage type thing. You know? But, yeah. But it's like, how do you get? What's nice with golf is the the ball just sits idly on the ground yeah, until you yeah. hit it. You know, there's no right. It's coming at you and stuff. But <laughs> right, like even like the most like timid person would be like, because you you, <laughs> you I saw a couple you know a couple like uh, people there and they're like, I don't know, I don't know how to hit a ball. You know, <laughs> so you still get like those people that like still want to do it. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. You know, the ball goes like two feet and it, it is kind of <laughs> funny because so like, you know, in the, the spot that you actually hit the ball, um, there's like, you know, kind of like what you what you should do, but then also like warnings <laughs> and one of the warnings is do not take a running start at the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. So how how do they protect people from falling or whatever i think we discussed it but i think that you said there was like a net kind of like yeah, it would yeah, catch the, people and yeah the, there are nets but i mean it, it, i mean it seems like there's still like it, i mean if a person really wanted to just like jump off i mean they they <laughs> definitely could like there's there's nothing like stopping the edge from the yeah you know people falling from the edge but well like but i just oh good no i just the the, the um uh, the don't don't run, you know, don't take a running start at it. Just reminded me of like Happy Go More because yeah. like that's how he would always like hit his the balls. So did but, you you eat there? No, we never ate there. But all of their food, um, because you know you saw servers like going back and forth all the time with food. They all, the food looked really good there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we just uh, we just drank and. And uh, we actually, so we paid for an hour and we we're having so much fun that we, uh, we paid because it's nice. Like, so you pay for an hour, but if you want more time, mm-hmm. you can add more time to your clock. Yeah. Like as long as it's 15 minutes before, like you, you run out of time. So I could totally see like on a Friday or Saturday night, like mm-hmm. you're just not getting a spot. Because there's just people are just like anchored down and they're not moving for like a couple hours, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you have like a big group there because each each um, like um, box can hold up to six people. So, you know, there could be, you know, four people that are not even playing that are just sitting there drinking and, and eating food, you know, and yeah, you know, maybe just two people playing. Mm hmm. But yeah, lots of fun. I definitely want to go back. <laughs> and and hopefully it's Justin Timberlake playing when I go back. <laughs> yeah, there's two well, there's four around DC. Um you okay. know, one's closer to Baltimore yeah. and stuff, but like <laughs> I 
it's just crazy. Like that there's so many of these things and I didn't know I they know. existed until I saw <laughs> the Columbus one. I know. <laughs> I need to go back and watch that video again. Oh, because... I've been I've been having it up the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I, there's like I feel like they heard our episode and they tone it down a bit, but there's yeah. like there's definitely a few woo girls in here. Like one girl's like woo, and she's like uh, yeah. swinging her golf club. I'm sure they're like, please don't swing your golf club. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it starts out. The video starts out like family friendly. It shows like a kid. It's during the day. You know, it's all nice and stuff. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, uh-huh. we're just you know like regular golfers. And then it slowly gets turned. The night comes down. The drinks come out. The right. dudes <laughs> are still wearing sunglasses even though it's pitch black out. You yeah. know, it's like. <laughs> And then that's when the sexy back gets turned on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, what? So, you didn't eat, you said. Um, no. Did you guys just go out to eat after that, or what did you do? Yeah, yeah. We, um, we contemplated eating there, but my dad made a good point. He's just like, you're, you're paying, you know, like, yes, you can eat eat like at your little golf spot but you're paying for it and so why would you be paying just to sit there and eat you yeah. know like there it it, it kind of it, it makes sense if you have like multiple people where where you could have like appetizers and just kind of munch on them yeah. but or yeah you know if, like like if, bowling if, right if there's eight people bowling yeah uh, you know yeah. you can't all bowl at the same time so one person's up and you're like exactly exactly yeah. but when and it's two so, of you it's a little um more difficult and stuff right right and there wasn't much time left so we were just like yeah we'll just we'll just run out of time and then go go find something else yeah you know somewhere to eat around polaris yeah well Um, what what is interesting about this place is yes their video is ridiculous and they show like a dj kicking up at a certain point and stuff uh uh-huh but like it it is still a quote-unquote family-friendly activity mm-hmm. right yeah like you, yeah you could have absolutely kids there doing stuff and um, right right um and it makes me like wonder what are some of the activities that you did with your family um like that were quote-unquote family friendly and it's different as we get older right because when you mm-hmm. can start doing quote-unquote adult things with your dad right. and with your mom and right. stuff it kind of changes it's not like oh let's go to you know this but th- top golf is something that yeah. could be something for everyone and forever you know yeah <laughs> oh man yeah i i remember when when i was younger now we didn't do a ton of them but my dad he played um you know, he played like junior high football, so he always liked going to like fall, like Fisher Catholic football games. Mm-hmm. So when Andrea and I were were young, we would go watch Fisher Catholic play football. Um, and so I I remember like sitting in the grand. I I want to say yeah, because Fisher Catholic would play at Lancaster High School's football field. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, we would be in those stands because I, I, I was getting confused there because I was like, wait, why were we at LHS? But watch. But anyways. Um, so, yeah, that that was always a lot of fun just to like, you know, and I, I think like there was one time it was like kind of cold and like we got hot chocolate. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was it was good memories. Yeah. D- 
does Fisher Catholics still have that fair? And, and it's like very vague in my mind. But I remember we'd go there and it would be in the like parking lot around Fisher yeah. Catholic and stuff. But mm-hmm. do, do they still have that? Do you know? Or what it was I, even that for? Was it a fundraiser? Or, and and then they would open up the gymnasium. You'd go inside and there'd yeah. be like uh, train sets and stuff like that. People, right, right. You know. So it was called the Fisher Fall Festival, I believe. Um, do they still have it? I have no idea. Um, but the weird thing is, is I don't know how they got away with it because I used to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like they're I Catholic, used to, baby. They're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. The government doesn't care about religious organizations. <laughs> but yeah, they had like they had like a. It was essentially a. Um, it was essentially like a. Uh, what is it? Um, oh, is it craps? Is it like craps? Yeah, is yeah. what you like? You know, like uh, five on black or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I remember doing that with like quarters <laughs> and I couldn't have been any more than like 12 years old. <laughs> uh, things we can get away with. I know. So, I know. all right. I just searched Fisher Catholic fall festival. Okay. Okay. And it did pull up a Facebook post, uh, related to it. And since I'm not logged into Facebook, it just pulls up this thing and it says Fisher Catholic September 8th, 2016. So it at least has existed since um, 2016. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, they've had it up until 2016 at least. Right. But anyways, right. this is all that shows. And this is what's funny is this is the top result. Is due to an unfavorable weather forecast for this weekend, the Fisher Fall Festival has been canceled. We apologize for the short notice. Look for future announcements for other Fisher Catholic community events. And that's like it. That's like the only <laughs> thing on this page. <laughs> that's I'm funny. sure if I was logged in to Facebook, I'd probably see more. But it's just so funny that like, okay, thanks for letting me know, you know, three years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, what's funny is, you know, I live near St. Bernadette um, Catholic Church, and they tried to do a festival a few years during my okay. high school time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And obviously not as big um, as the school lot, right? Uh, but right. I wonder, right. I, I think they just have to be fundraising things ultimately, you know? It, it's, it's like, yeah. why do these... Catholic entities want to have these things and then let people gamble. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, this little boy, Kevin, give us yeah. your money. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Helping our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. But yeah, like it, it never dawned on me um, until like several years later where I was just like, wait a minute. Why, why was I able to do that? And I can't do that anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was probably, I, truthfully, I bet, um, it's probably cracked down on it now. Like, like, cause yeah, like at the, yeah. the Amvets and the Eagles and all those places you used to be able to like gamble more than you can, uh, now. Uh-huh. And then like yeah. somebody in the legislature thought, Hey, we need to regulate this stuff more. Um, you know, shut some of it down. I don't know though, but yeah, that is right, funny that right. little kid can <laughs> gamble and stuff. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, this next beer I have is 
a Weldworks Brewing Company, Juicy Bits. It is a New England style IPA, and it's another really good beer. Two for two so far with uh, Tavor. Um, so nice. I, I, I do I do like this. this is out of Greeley, Colorado. Um, okay. Oh, and and I I just just speaking to Katie, I can cut this out, but I sent her that link to that company, um, the, the brewery. And okay. they actually on their website say, um, find us on Tavor <laughs> or get our beer on Tavor. <laughs> 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 so, so I could order some through there, but, uh, <laughs> uh, what are you drinking? So my second beer tonight is, uh, Weyer Bacher, uh, brewing company, and it is the wingman pale ale. So no, nothing too fancy here. Uh, just a, a normal pale ale. Um, a little bit of citrus, mm-hmm. fruity flavor to it, but low ABV. So far, so good with it. I like it. Nice. <clears throat> All right. So back on the conversation at hand. Um, I think, like, if I think about family activities okay. that we did growing up, there's several, but probably the one that we did the most was go to malls. Okay. <laughs> um, and, I, and, you know, and I might have called it shopping, but I don't ever really remember us ever buying anything, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember wanting tons of stuff, but never uh, actually getting it. And <clears throat> so I I just have flashes, like after we'd go to church, um, you know, my mom was raised Catholic. Your mom was raised Catholic. So, so my mom raised us Catholic. My dad was Methodist. Um, he was a heathen um, in the Catholic Church's eyes. <laughs> so he would never go to church. Right? He he um, would get to stay home. And uh-huh. actually, when we have him on the show, I would ask him how he got to do that because, like, <laughs> I just remember being like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait a minute!" Um, yeah. But what was kind of funny about that was there were certain shows on TV that Adam and I would want to, him to record. So that's what mom would use as an excuse. Oh, dad's got to stay home and record your TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, we'd always, after church, we would go to, like, Bob Evans, or we'd go out to eat. And sometimes, on special occasions, we would go north of Lancaster up to Columbus. And for the first 10-ish years of my life, the big trip was to Eastland Mall. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think Eastland's still open, right? No, oh, no. It's it's gone. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. So there's no more land malls in... Uh, uh, Columbus is there yeah I yeah I don't think so yeah <laughs> I, I I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure like the last like anchor store like finally left or something like yeah. it's no it actually it looks like it's still open okay oh nope you're right you're right right on June 6 2017 Sears announced that its Eastland Mall store would be closed by early September, leaving the mall entirely without anchor stores. Wow. So maybe the mall is still there. Like, I don't think they've yeah. torn it down. But there's, it's probably just random <laughs> crap, right? Like, yeah. A, a Cinnabon and, and some knit, knitting store or yeah, something. Yeah. And so I, um, on the Wikipedia page, which I will share, there is a link to... 
their website, eastland-mall.com. Oh, you click okay. on it. And then look what happens. You go to PlaceWise Digital. You have reached PlaceWise Digital web- website that is not currently active. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so back in, it looks like in the mall was built in 1968. Um, they also built Northland Mall and Westland Malls. And Northland Mall exited, what, over 10 years ago? Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. sure Westland Mall's gone. I don't even know if I've ever been to Westland Mall. Nor- um, Northland was the the one by uh, Morris Road, right? Yeah, it was right. Like I think it was literally right across from where Guitar Center is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And looks like Westland closed. I don't get this. Closing date on Wikipedia for Westland Mall is 2012 for the whole mall. Okay, but 2017 was the last remaining tenant. Oh, yeah. maybe that's it. So the mall is closed, but like if you're a Sears and you have your own entrance, like oh yeah, maybe it's yeah. like nope, we're still open, but the rest of this right. giant behemoth behind us is closed and stuff. But, right, but yeah, I, that, I that would make sense. But I just remember there was a so you go to Eastland and you had all this stuff, and I remember that was the first place that I saw an electronics boutique. That's uh-huh. where I, when the Super Nintendo came out in 1990 or 91, I saw like the five games that were available. You know, they had SimCity, they had um, Pilot Wings, F Zero, UN Squadron, uh-huh. Super Mario World. And I just remember being with my grandma and saying, like, I want that for Christmas. And she bought it and let me hold on to it for Christmas, right? Like, it was such a weird thing. And like, uh-huh. I had the game and I was like, I promised my grandma I wouldn't play it you know, until Christmas, which is so weird. Like this (laughs) nine year old kid or whatever. Yeah. Um, But what was hilarious was there was a JC Penny. And I don't know if you ever went to Eastland mall or did anything, but they had a restaurant. Like it was a, it was a two story JC Penny. And this is when we would have our fancy lunch, right? After church, we'd go up to JC Penny and it kind of overlooked the mall. And, like it would open up and it'd be like the second story of the JC Penny would overlook like where the entrance was from the mall and there was a restaurant there and I thought it was like the coolest restaurant because like <laughs> birds would sneak in from the outside and there'd be yeah. like, birds flying around like <laughs> I really hope there's like some article about this JC Penny restaurant um <laughs> uh because I just I I thought it was the best restaurant ever you know like Uh just because it was uh so ridiculous and stuff (laughs) it's fine and then when when city center came around like city center was obviously ooh, that's the um the the fancy mall right like oh yeah and um it it we i think that by that point we'd kind of stopped doing our you know adam was in high school going to college yeah and it was uh-huh. high, you know like we had kind of stopped doing our what are we doing as of the family and uh going to these malls and just like walking and looking at stores and stuff and everything and probably the last memory i remember of us going to columbus as a, a five family member team was yeah i think adam was a senior or a freshman, my sister Leanna was um, or a senior or a freshman in, or a senior in high school or a freshman in college. My sister Leanna was a freshman or sophomore in, in high school. I can't remember, but I, I just remember there was just a huge fight between the two of them in the backseat. Yeah. 
and <laughs> like Adam's full grown at this point. I'm starting to get bigger. Leanna's full grown. Like we no longer fit in the back of my dad's, you know, yeah, Buick LeSabre or whatever the heck he had at the time. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> it was just like okay, uh, we need a bigger vehicle for <laughs> these three right, almost full grown right. kids at this point and stuff. And that was the last time I it, Leanna had bought um the wallflower cd um bringing down the horse okay so let's see when that was or bringing yeah bringing down the horse which was released in 1996 so yeah adam would have been 18 or 19 yeah so he was probably like either right before going to college like it kind of makes sense hey we're gonna have one last uh um (laughs) you know trip um or something. Well, no, Adam graduated high school in 94. Yeah, so Adam was like a junior in college and still having fights with Leanna in the back of his car. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we would always do that type of stuff of like, um, yeah, go go to go to lunch um, after an event, you know. Uh-huh. It, and, it, and it's like the, 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 the eating out thing was always a thing. Whenever we had concerts, my brother would be in band concert, uh, uh-huh. Leanna in choir concert. We would always go out to eat afterward with uh, my grandma and grandpa Moyer, um, anyone else I would like to join. And it was always this like, okay, we did this thing. Now let's go eat as a family. And now right, um, right. you do the next thing. And so same with church. It was like you do church. You go out to eat together. Um, a lot of times it was Bob Evans. And then you go to Eastland Mall, <laughs> which – you know, five-year-old Michael thought was amazing and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I remember going there probably, I know our friend Craig had his house in Canal Winchester at this point, but it had to be pretty early, like maybe the first year or two. And I needed to go, I think we were doing one of our prom parties or Halloween parties or something there. And I needed to go buy, you know, something. And, I think that was the last time I was in Eastland Mall. And at that point, you know, there was tons of, like, robberies and stuff in it. And, you know, like, we walked in. And I was like, oh, yeah, th- that's where the JCPenney used to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> just kind of wild seeing places like that just become so, you know, run down and right. Um, right. not upkept and stuff. But So it'll be it'll be interesting to th- to think about, like, the you know obviously there's no way to gauge now like what you end up doing with your family but you know it'll be interesting to, because i'm sure there'll be something you know like some some tradition like that where it's like okay after this we're going you know to to hear and you know, Lily will, will be be telling that same story of like oh we when i was little we always would go here when yeah. <laughs> yeah, we always used to do this and they thought it was super awesome and then they go back later and they're like, "What the heck happened?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always taking me to these damn farmers markets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, "You'll love it." And then she goes to a mall and she's like, "Oh my god, malls are the best thing ever." Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there will be like a resurgence in malls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like after Amazon collapses under its own weight, yeah. like <laughs> there, like malls will come back in. <laughs> and JC Penny's like, "See, we told you we were going to stay around." <laughs> All right. <laughs> there is it just oh, go ahead. 
No, I was just gonna say, do you, did you ever see that South Park episode where it was like it was they were like protesting Walmart mm-hmm. or something? Yeah, and and so they end up burning. The, I think they end up burning the Walmart like down. Like a Walmart opens up in South Park, and they end up like boycotting it and burning it down. And they're like, "Hey, everybody, let's let's uh, let's go shop at Joe's Market." And it's just like this little tiny market. And then, like, it becomes bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. And then it's, like, Walmart size. <laughs> and then they end up burning that yeah. one down. And they're like, well, we'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> yeah. That, that's all That's all I think about when I think about, like, these things. Yeah. Like, you know, just everything that's old is yeah. new again. Um, well, what's interesting is Amazon is buying up old malls uh, that okay. are empty. And yeah. what are they going to do with it? You know, um who knows but it you know it's interesting i'll share this link from um yeah so like in ohio the company thinks it can breathe new life into the retail uh monument that it helped to dismantle so yeah huh. even in ohio it's uh buying up old malls and stuff yeah let's see that's where this is at north randall ohio not sure what that is but yeah well, and that's like, you know, the company I work for, actually, I, I probably, you know, whatever, people can look it up and stuff, but I, I work for a, a real estate company. And the thing that's happening is, yes, stores are closing, uh-huh. but that's not changing that the population is still growing and that th- that space can be turned into something else, you know? Um, right. Like Amazon, for instance, is turning them into their service centers or something whatever it is you know like so it's like yeah if river valley mall closes tomorrow it might be empty for a while but somebody might come and be like hey you know what we need to turn that into is you know some future thing right like make it yeah make an indoor go-kart park or something you know right (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um It'll be kind of interesting where those goes because it's like as I got older, I realized how much I hated malls. I was like, ugh, like why would I go inside a place to, I don't know, shop around? Like, and I think I think Easton really broke that mental mold of me, right? Oh yeah, uh-huh. Easton. I feel like they copped out. They're like, we're still gonna have a mall like inside, but then we'll have all these cool stores outside that yeah. like streets and stuff. Like they weren't, yeah. they didn't go full in on the like street concept. Right. And so they still have this interior mall thing. And when I first went to Easton, when I was 18 or whatever to open and stuff, I thought the mall part was cool. And then slowly I realized, Oh yeah, like I don't like walking through the small part. Like I hate this. Like I'd rather just walk outside and yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it just, it's better and stuff. And there were, right. there was a, um. Anyways, there was a podcast. I thought it was ninety nine percent invisible, but it might have been This American Life. <clears throat> Can't remember. But they, it, it was the story of the rise of the mall in America in the sixties. Okay. And I'm gonna get this completely wrong, but the like architect of the concept of the mall was from Germany or um, France or something, and he was noticing just all these people moving to like you know, suburban outside of city life far away from cities, you know, uh, yeah, Lancaster yeah. is a perfect example of that. Like it's right. 45 minute drive to Columbus, you know, um, all, all this stuff. And so, but so when he, he was like commissioned to like build these like buildings for, and again, I'm making this up, but let's say Woolworths or something was like, 
hey, we want to have a store here. And he wanted to try and recapture the feeling of walking in a city, um, uh-huh. a, a contained city of like stores after stores. You didn't have to drive to the next store. You know, you didn't right, have to get out of right. your car and be like, oh, let's just move down. And so that was really the like the foundation of the mall. And that's why it was so enclosed. It was like you drive to the mall and then you're in this different world, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. how I felt when I was six going to Eastland with the birds and stuff. Right. right. Like, this <laughs> is a different world and stuff. And it was an amazing episode. Hopefully I can find it before um, I post the show because I, I it, it was just a fascinating thing of like, yeah, this concept made sense. Um, but now I don't know, like I, I feel for river Valley mall and Lancaster trying to like spruce it up, you know? Yeah. But it's yeah. like, when I go there, I'm just like, I, I, I don't want to have to walk through 50 stores to get to the store that I want to go right. to. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> it's like, can I just like, if I'm going to have to drive to a place, I just want to drive to the place, you know, like don't, right. don't make me go through all the other crap, you know? Yeah, exactly. It, it kind of makes me wonder. Um, so there's, it's called the Mall of America. I think it's like in like Wisconsin or something. So I would like to know, like, because I, apparently it's like giant. Like I've never been to mm-hmm. it, but I know it's like it. Yeah, it's like hundreds of thousands of square feet. And I just wonder if like this whole like you know retail space is like uh, affecting their ability to keep tenants in the in the mall i think that'd be uh something i should look into yeah i'm kind of curious about that part of me says no just because um like the mall of america is a destination for people like it's literally yeah. a tourist destination for how yeah, large it is yeah that that's a good point you know so like i think it might be outside of the um normal mall realms just because it's a it's this thing it's like the biggest ball of twine in minnesota right yeah yeah. (laughs) um, uh, people go to it because it's a thing um but yeah i don't know have you ever been to a gaylord hotel i don't think i have no i've been to two and i don't i i'm assuming this is a their shtick they are the most ridiculously sized quote unquote hotels that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay. Uh the first one I went to was in Nashville and it was just like Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, it was just like all over like this huge massive place. Okay. And it's just like is this a hotel? Like it, I I don't know. It's like <laughs> It was it's just wild. There's stores, it's a resort, it's a convention center. It, it is wild. Yeah. And the second yeah. one I went to is in Texas, and it's even larger. It was just like, it took me 15 minutes to walk from my room to the convention center, and I was okay. all inside the building. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, funny story. And it's funny story, but very ironic that you, you bring this up because I'm going to Nashville next week, and that is where we're staying. <laughs> That's where we're staying. <laughs> it's this uh, grand, the Gaylord uh, Grand Old Opry yeah, Hotel. Yeah, I mean it's all it's a it's it's a gorgeous place. It's just yeah, the most ridiculous yeah. thing you've ever been in because you're like, yeah, what is going on? Like this just right. keeps going. <laughs> 
That's so ironically funny that you brought that up, yeah. and that's that's where I'm going. Wait, you're going to be there next week? Uh, yeah, we're leaving. We're leaving on Thursday. Um, because I'm going to be there June 11th. <laughs> ah, damn it! Yeah, that would have been awesome if we were overlap. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're just going down to Nashville to to shoot the shit for for the weekend yeah. have you been but, to nashville before i've never been there so you got some recommendations um there's like a street in nashville that is it's the equivalent to bourbon street in new orleans where like that's okay. where all the tourists go for nightlife right and right. we stopped by and i was like yeah i don't know if i'm up for you know this type of place and yeah. so what we found was locals uh katie looked into something and then she was talking to someone they're like oh yeah you need to go here and okay i don't i don't remember what it was but i will say it's similar to new orleans where there's music everywhere um yeah especially at yeah. nightlife stuff so uh, go to different places listen to the music um i actually met several bartenders that um had graduated from OU, <laughs> like okay. uh, you know, I was like, "Oh, that's what." Uh, yeah. But it, it's a cool city. I I would say, yeah. Um, did you buy when you went to Hawaii? There, my my boss recommended this. It's called the Little Blue Book or something. Um, I think it's specifically for Hawaii. Yeah, but it's a travel guide book. But it's more for hey, this is what the locals would tell people to do. Okay. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not a, it's not a bot book like, um, TripAdvisor or something where it's like, Hey, we, right, you know, we right. It, and, and it's really for people. It's like, Hey, if you want to get cool, unique experiences. So like when Katie and I swam with the giant man rays, uh-huh. we were with another couple and we canoed out to the man rays and then like a hundred feet away from us was like a giant tour boat with like 50 people, you know, and it was that if you went to with a normal trip advisor book, it would be like, Oh yeah, use manta ray tour.com or whatever, yeah. you know? And yeah. And I, I loved it so much more because like that tour group left and our guide was like, well, we can keep, we can stay here if you want. Like it, it was up to us. Right. Like when we left, there was no like, all right, all 50 people get back in the, you know, whatever it was. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think there is, um, a thing for that for every kind of major city and so i i don't know what it would be called for nashville but i'm sure there's like locals would be like don't go to you know ted's bar and grill go to yeah, steve's bar yeah. and grill like across the street right. whatever it is you know to get the <laughs> the, the cooler experience and stuff but yeah it's yeah. been so long since i went um i don't i don't really you know, remember specifics about like where, cause, cause it's kind of spread out too. It's like, um, yeah, yeah. You know, Columbus a little bit where right. you, you have to kind of plan, like you gotta, you gotta have a car. Well, I guess Lyft. That's the first time I saw Lyft actually. And that's back when Lyft had the giant pink mustaches on the car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like that. I'm so glad they got rid of that <laughs> shit. That annoyed me. Um, I, I, and you can come, you completely see it in a marketing meeting. Like we need to stand out. Yeah, um, we yeah. you know we uh, people need to know that we are this car and stuff and everything and right right. <laughs> but I remember seeing that and I was just like, "What the heck, Katie?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, back to cars. This was what was hilarious about Nashville. Okay, DC, New York, 
San Francisco, blah, 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 all those places, right? When you see a fancy car, it's a Lamborghini. It's a Ferrari. Right, right. Nashville is all Dodge Viper, uh, Corvette, (laughs) uh, whatever the top, is it Z6 or whatever, you know, like, it is like the most ridiculous, like, you know, we are having (laughs) like all our American cars here but yeah <laughs> so what'll be interesting and is really the tesla is the most american-made car right now you know um uh-huh, uh-huh. what'd be interesting is if they've um adopted the tesla as an american thing or is it too not america you know For yeah the- <laughs> so you have to let me know like just the okay. cars you see and stuff oh right, it, uh, right obviously when you'd see the corvettes and the, the vipers and stuff you would see jacked up trucks and i'm like oh yeah nashville's oh, pretty yeah. flat where are these guys off-roading and it's like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait you put eighty thousand dollars in that that truck to do <laughs> to drive it around on flat streets yep yeah baby <laughs> but my suspension is 10 inches high <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll ask Katie if she remembers, um, like, any cool places that we went. Because okay. K- Katie's my travel book, right? Like, she right, does all right. that research, and then I just follow her. And yeah, and it tends yeah. to work out pretty well uh, when, we, right. when we do stuff and everything. So, All right, Kevin, let's wrap this up. Um, do you have any music you'd like the listeners to partake in with their ear holes this week? Yeah, so kind of one song that I've been really like digging on lately is so the song is called uh Lie Alone and it is the El Diablo uh 16-bit remix of it. And I I don't know, it's just it 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 it's sunk the the hooks into it. So um yeah. Just take a listen and tell me what you think.
Actually, you know, I I said I think I said that wrong. I think it's L de blado de blado de blado okay de blado here let, <laughs> let, let me say that, that again de blado <laughs> no not el diablo <laughs> yeah, all right okay <laughs> i so want to leave that in just cause <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right good okay so so one one song that i've been listening to a lot lately is um the song that it's called lie alone and it is by L. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this show's El episode D- is going to be called El Diablo. <laughs> L. I I can't I can't say it now because I just have El Diablo in my head. <laughs> so anyway, sixteen bit remix. Listen to it. Tell me what you think. Yeah. L. <laughs> no, wait, I think I can do it. El Diablo. <laughs> El Dublado. El Dublado. El Dublado. El Dublado. El Dublado. El Dublado. Dublado. Yeah, it's Dublado. Dublado. <laughs> okay, let me let me try it one no, more time. No, I think we got to do it's like the perfect thing, man. <laughs> okay. It's like that is perfect. You can try it again. All right, try it one more time. All right, one more time. Yeah, so one song that I've been listening to a lot lately is Lie Alone. It is El Dublado, uh, 16-bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I can't do it. It's your own fault, man, for picking these funky title names. I know. All this fucking EDM shit. They have these crazy DJ names. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, you ready for another? 